Welcome to Jerusalem Daily, where our news is good news. I'm Samantha Lewis. This morning's story, a local celebrity has died. Jesus of Nazareth, a widely respected rabbi, was tried on accounts of heresy and blasphemy last Thursday evening. When asked if he was indeed the Son of God, he merely replied, It is as you say. The local authorities found him guilty and sentenced him to death. Our foreign correspondence team was able to interview some of the people as the trial unfolded. It was the trial of the ages. Jesus of Nazareth versus the Council of Priests of the One True God. Following his arrest late last night, Jesus was brought before the Sanhedrin to answer for charges of blasphemy, or in layman's terms, saying that he was actually God. We were able to talk to some of the people gathering outside the courtroom, and here's what they had to say. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. He's been making a name for himself throughout the land, healing the sick, Feeding the hungry? He's like a prophet from the olden times, you know? I knew the high priests and Pharisees had been out to get him for a long time. Guess they thought Passover was the best time to do it. You know, everyone busy at home for the holidays? Crazy times, just crazy. You must know about Jesus, seeing as you are from where he preaches all the time. What are your thoughts on tonight's trial? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. You've got the wrong guy. I've got to go. Do you know Jesus? Yeah, I know him. He once helped me out with one of my servants. Can you tell us about it? Sure. I'm a Roman officer, obviously. And as such, I have a lot of people who work for me. One of my best servants, Julius, came down with a really bad sickness. We tried doctors, praying to our Roman gods, but nothing was working. He wasn't going to make it. That's when I heard someone talking about a man who had the authority of God. He would say things and they would happen. I knew that if anyone had the authority to save my servant, it was going to be him. Authority? What do you mean by that? It's like in the military. There are ranks. If a captain wants a sergeant to do something, they tell him to do it and it happens. No questions asked. I knew Jesus was in charge of everything because even though I don't know much about the Hebrew God, I knew that only he could do the things Jesus was doing. So that's when you asked him to heal your servant? That's right. As soon as he said Julius was going to be okay, I knew Julius had no choice but to get better. So if Jesus has the authority to do anything, why is he letting himself get captured and put on trial? Look, I'm a soldier, not a priest. I'd suggest you look it up in your scriptures for yourself. Hmm, that's an interesting take from that Gentile soldier. Interesting is right. I wanted to talk with him more, but it seemed that Jesus was being transferred to the governor's office and he had to leave. We'll keep you up to date as things unfold. Thanks, Jay. The Jerusalem Daily will be back right after this. He came from the desert with an axe to grind. There's towns in need of some repentance. With a message for a land where law and order had been corrupted. He's a-coming! Get ready, everyone! Who's coming, mister? Someone I ain't man enough to untie his bootstraps! A stranger with a mysterious past. I heard he's been living out there eating nothing but bugs and honey. A man of God preparing the world for the coming age. How can I be made clean? Meet me by the riverbank. High noon. The Voice from the Wilderness. John the Baptist, the Bible. Don't miss the story God is telling. A message from Family Life.
Welcome back to Jerusalem Daily, your source for past events in the present. The trial of Jesus has been transferred to the courthouse of the Romans. There, Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate, the regional governor of Jerusalem, and things were looking good for Jesus. Pilate couldn't understand what the big deal was. Jesus was a good man, and yet the priests and Pharisees of the one true God wanted him dead. Using the Roman method of democracy, Pilate decided to let the people decide on the prisoner's fate, and in a total upset of expectations, the crowd voted unanimously to have Jesus, the Son of God, put to death. Jay gives us the details. That's right, Sam. It was on this very road that Jesus was led, along with the other convicts, to a place that, if I'm reading this translation correctly, means Hill of the Skull. It's a good name, to be sure. Roads like these are lined with crosses, a warning to any who would be tempted to break any laws. It was on one of these crosses that Jesus was killed. I found our Roman soldier from the night before, and I was able to talk with him. I've seen a lot of stuff like this in the military. War and keeping the peace can be violent business in the best of times. But watching Jesus here, on that cross, not hating any of us for what we've done to him, this is not a mere man. Whoa! The sky just went black as night. Is everyone okay? Are you alright, sir? It's like I was saying. Truly, this man was the Son of God. It was like heaven and earth were crying out with Jesus as he breathed his last. All of us here on the hill were terrified, and it took a little while for the light to come back. As we waited, I was able to find Jesus' mother, and she had this to say. I don't know how this could have happened. God told me even before Jesus was born that he would save us all from our sins. I can still remember the shepherds after the angels told them about him and and the wise men bringing their wonderful gifts. But now, just look at what's happened. God trusted me and Joseph to raise his son and I can't help but feel like if, if I had done something different, things might have turned out right. Please, God, forgive me. Truly touching, Jay. But it wasn't Mary's fault. She does know that, right? I suspect so, Sam. These interviews aren't all exactly recorded in the Bible, but it's not hard to imagine Mary was feeling this way. After all, God had told her that Jesus was going to be great and save Israel. And for right now, it looks like all hope of that is lost. Okay, I can see how that might be how she'd feel. We've got another program break coming up. We'll be back right after this. And now, it's time for another Scripture Snapshot, bringing the Bible to you in a flash. Let's sail to the other side of the lake. All right, Jesus. Everyone in the boat. I'll be taking a nap if you need anything. The sun on our face and the wind at our backs. What more could we ask for? You had to ask. You just had to ask. Jesus, help us! He's still sleeping! Wake up, Master! Don't you care that we're about to die? Peace, be still. Who is this guy? Even the wind and the water obey him. See the whole picture in Mark 4. A scripture snapshot from Family Life. Get in the frame of God's big picture.
Welcome back to Jerusalem Daily, the news as it probably was back then. We've been following the story of the death of Jesus, and Jay, it seems that the story should be over by now. True enough, Sam. But remember, Jesus knew that he was going to die long before it happened. Wait, what? It's true. We have earlier footage of one of his disciples responding to the announcement. Take a look. It's not true. You can't die. We'll fight for you, Lord. At least I will. The rest of these guys might fall away, but you can be sure that even if I die, I will be right there with you. Wait a minute. I recognize him. Who? Peter? Yeah. Didn't we play a clip with him earlier this morning? The guy that ran away. That's what I thought, too. But it couldn't be the same guy. You heard him just now. He was committed to following Jesus. He would never pretend not to know who Jesus was. I guess not. Maybe he has a twin or something. Anyway, as I was saying, Jesus knew that he was going to die soon. But he also said that he was going to come back from the dead. Of course, the priests didn't believe this, but to keep any funny business from happening, they had Pilate place guards at the tomb where Jesus was buried. Have you been able to interview any of them? Not really. Their job is to scare anyone who comes close, and let's just say that they are really good at their job. I was able to interview one of Jesus' friends, though. She seemed to be upset, so I asked if I could help. Yeah, I'm upset. Jesus was our teacher. He told us that he had come to save us all, and then he went and got himself killed. And because it's the Sabbath, we had to bury him without all of the proper things. Hopefully the soldiers guarding the tomb will let us woman in tomorrow so we can make sure his body is taken care of. So there's a lot she said right there, Jay. What's all this talk about preparing the body? It seems back in Bible times when people died, their friends and families would wrap them carefully and would use a lot of special ointments and oils in the process. Now I was able to attend the burial Friday night, but it didn't look like they had finished because of the Sabbath. Ah yes, the Sabbath. That's the day that by God's law is set aside for him and no one can do any work. It would make sense that they were in a hurry. I guess this woman and her friends are going to try to finish things up on Sunday? That's what it sounded like to me. I might try to swing by there with them and try to get an interview with the soldiers. Sounds like a plan. We've got to take another program break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jay's Sunday morning report at the Tomb of Jesus. Don't go away. Before time began, there was the void. It had not form, and the Maker was over the surface of the deep. With his power, he created worlds and gave them his spark of life. That is how our race was born. For a time, all creation lived in harmony, but it was corrupted. And so began the war, a war that ravaged creation, cursing it with death. And just when all hope seemed lost, a star announced the Maker coming to the planet Earth. He took our form. He lived among us. He died. He rose. And he brings life to all, saving them from destruction. The Bible. Read and be transformed. A message from Family Life. Breaking news here on Jerusalem Daily, I'm Sam Lewis, and we're going now to Jay Stevens on the scene. Jay, what's going on? I've never seen anything like it, Sam. I came out here with those women that wanted to take care of Jesus' body, and, well, let's just roll the tape. Mary, are you all right? Of course, dear. I'll just have a rest while we get the tomb open. So, about that, how are we supposed to get it open? 
Was Mr. Arimathea going to meet us there with the servants to move the stone? We could ask our new friend to help. Oh, no, not me. I'm just here to talk to the soldiers. So maybe they will help us. Or maybe they... Oh, hold on. Where are the soldiers? Is that them? They're just lying there. Are they okay? The tomb! It's open! Check to see if the body's still there. Incredible footage, Jay. Is there a reason you stopped recording? Battery died. Not happy about it either, considering what happened next. Turns out there was an angel or two at the tomb. Fortunately, I had an audio recorder with one of the women, and she got the whole conversation. Why are you looking for someone who is alive in a place for dead people? Jesus is not here. He has risen, just like he told you he would. He did say that, didn't he? My, my son is alive? Yes, Mary. Didn't I tell you he was going to do great things all those years ago? Yes, you did. Now all of you, go tell his disciples the good news. He will meet all of them in Galilee. Truly amazing, Jay. But is all of this true? Did Jesus really come back from the dead? In the past few days, I've heard of multiple sightings. Men, women, and even crowds of people. Uh, But I got to record one very important interview with the disciple Peter. When I got to the tomb, I was shaken. I wanted to be happy because I loved Jesus so much. But I was also ashamed because I had told people that I didn't even know him, just like he said I would. A few weeks later, I decided to go fishing, and some of the others came along. We didn't have much luck, though. All night, and not one fish. Then someone called from the shore and told us to cast our nets on the other side of the boat. We shrugged and gave it a shot, and immediately our nets were full. And that's when we knew who it was. Uh, How did you know? Because when I first met Jesus three-ish years ago, he had done the same miracle. I didn't think. I just jumped in and swam to him. I forgot my shame. I just wanted to be close to him, to hear his voice again. And there he was. Yeah, and he made breakfast for me and everything. He had appeared to us before, but this was special. He forgave me. He forgave all of us. He did, didn't he? No matter what you've done, God will forgive you. Incredible. Simply amazing. We hope you've enjoyed this morning's report from Jerusalem Daily. Special thanks to our field reporter, Jay. And now we return you to the garage of Lionel Jacobs, right after this program break. Welcome to another Scripture Snapshot on Family Life. I can't believe it. I know, to think he's gone. Who's gone? Who's gone? Jesus, the rabbi who was just crucified. Where have you been the past three days? Well, why? He did miracles and taught like no one else. We thought he was the Messiah, but now... (laughs) Don't you know that the prophet said all of this would happen? Here, does one of you have a Bible handy? Um, not with me. Never mind. I've got it memorized. Let's start in Genesis. I've never had a Bible study like this before. Yeah, and thanks for joining us for dinner. Would you say Grace? Uh, I'm sorry, what was your name? Of course. Father, thank you for this food. (gasps) You're... Who was the mysterious teacher? Find the story in Luke 24 in your Bible. Scripture Snapshots on Family Life. So, what'd you think? 
I really enjoy that, Sam. A news broadcast from Bible Times is a fun and different take on a familiar story. And thanks for your help. Uh... Oh, just call me Jay. I help Sam out from time to time. Oh, okay, yeah. I've seen you in the neighborhood before. I thought you sounded familiar. Um, I have a question, Mr. Jacobs, if that's okay. What's up, Ivy? Did all that stuff really happen? I mean, exactly the way we acted it out? For the most part. There were a few creative liberties taken, but the main plot was the same. Yeah, I had never thought about how Mary had seen an angel before, and that it might have been the same angel both times. That would be pretty cool if that's what happened. The Bible doesn't say. And the Roman soldier. The Bible doesn't say it was the same one that Jesus helped, but it doesn't say it wasn't either. So it's something we added to tie it all together. And as you might have guessed, there wasn't a news reporter going around interviewing people. Yeah. Okay, so if I want to know how it really happened 100%, where am I supposed to go? Well, there's always the Bible. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's where we should always turn if we want to learn anything about Jesus' life here on earth. But to sum it all up, we all have done what is wrong, Romans 3.23. And that means we deserve to die, Romans 6.23. But God doesn't want that to happen, so he made a plan, 2 Peter 3.9. Because he loves us. He sent his son Jesus to die for us, John 3.16. Jesus paid for all the wrong things we have done so that instead of facing destruction, we can be made clean, 2 Corinthians 5.21. All you have to do to be saved is say Jesus is God and believe that by God's power he was raised back to life, Romans 10.9. If you have any questions about this, or anything else we've been talking about, be sure to ask your parents, pastor, or Sunday school teacher. They would love to talk to you about it. You bet we would. So, from all of us here on the Kids' Corner, have a happy Easter. Easter.